My name is Kendall Holmes, producer Dylan Foreman. Welcome to Sandwich Cast. Welcome to Sandwich Cast. This is a podcast about sandwiches. Everything's a sandwich, you know? All the things are sandwiches. Everything's a fucking sandwich. Life, <laughs> life is a sandwich, Dylan. The light between the darkness. Oblivion, consciousness, oblivion. Absolutely. It's a sandwich. Uh, this podcast is a sandwich. No podcast, podcast, no podcast. <laughs> All right? So everything's a goddamn sandwich. Everything's a sandwich. Um, <laughs> you know, on Sandwich Cast, everything is between two slices of bread or stuffed between some bread. Um, I'm between bread. I'm always broke. So <laughs> always know. between the bread. Never, <laughs> never you know, ask so a bread. I'm a sandwich. You know what I mean? So <laughs> anyway, um, I do want to issue a quick disclaimer before we start here, because I don't want to get too many emails when we're uh, fucking wrong. Uh, but I'm not a historian. Uh, I'm not a researcher by trade or anything. So we will have errors. And if we do, we will issue corrections. Um, most of this shit is coming from Wikipedia. Real talk. Real trustworthy. <laughs> it's the best of the best. I mean, you know, it's crowdsourced. You know, it's, it's, it's going to be what it is. But, you know, it also means that, you know, it's just mostly right. You yeah. Know? It's all right. You yeah. Know? But, you know. If I need to um, go deeper um, in research and hopefully, you know, as we go on with the podcast, I will be able to go deeper with research and yeah. and learn how to do this a little bit more. But in the meantime, we're just going to kind of, you know, do what we do and do what we love to do, which is what I love to do anyway, which is talk about food, eat it and, you know, philosophize about it. Sounds like a good time to me, man. So what the hell are we doing here? Well, we're talking sandwiches. So I feel like the first order of business here is we got to get into, do we start with the history of sandwich or what is a sandwich? Sure. Well, I can do both. Um, why don't we kind of talk about what is a sandwich and then I'll kinda, we'll kind of go into a little bit of history. It'll be fairly nebulous, but you know, just a general overview here. Um, but before we even do that, I want kind of want to talk about what the podcast is going to be and how it's going to be structured, just so people know what to expect when they come onto this feed. All right. What um, can they expect from Sandwich Cast? Let me tell you. Uh, we're going to be discussing sandwiches, that's for sure. Um, and what I will probably do is pick a sandwich per episode, and we'll just kind of do a deep dive into that particular dish. Okay. Um, you know... We'll have a little bit of philosophy because that's kind of how my mind works. Um, Same. We'll definitely do history because uh, that's a very important context in which to put the sandwich we're talking about. Uh, maybe there'll be sandwich news. I don't know. I'll look it up. We'll Google some some sandwich news every every podcast and see what's going on in the world <laughs> of, <laughs> of sandwiches. All right. <laughs> um, I'm going to try for structure in the sense that, you know, we will have sections to the podcast. We will have, you know, a Q&A with our guests. Oh, yeah. We're going to have guests for sure. Cool. Producer Dylan. That's what I'm going to call you, by, by the way, um, is going to be here and he will be on the mic. But we will also have guests coming on, uh, hopefully people who know some shit about sandwiches and aren't just, you know, yeah. or, you know, or at least, you know, fucking funny. 
You either <laughs> you got to be entertaining and like sandwiches, or you do sandwiches. That's right. That's exactly it. But we will also let it evolve, you know, and let it come be what it is, you know. Just like just like the sandwich itself, you put whatever you want in it, you eat it. Is it delicious? Make it again. <laughs> That's it. All right, cool. So. Why don't we get into a little bit about what a sandwich is and where sandwiches come from and all that shit. How do you feel Sounds about good. that? Okay. So on the way here, just just out of curiosity, I, I looked up what the Oxford Dictionary definition of the word sandwich is. I love it. And so noun, of course, an item of food consisting of two pieces of bread with meat, cheese, or other filling between them eaten as a light meal. But I find it interesting, because if we're going to talk about the philosophy of sandwiches, that the Oxford Dictionary definition, not that Oxford is the final say on this, does define it as two pieces of bread. I'm going to tell you right now, that's too narrow. That ain't enough. Not enough to encapsulate sandwich. That ain't enough. At least not here on SandwichCast. Because a wrap's a sandwich. Can't argue with that. You know, uh... I would even go so far as to call a taco or a burrito a sandwich. And some people may balk at that. I might get angry emails. I don't know. Bring them on. Bring it on. <laughs> it's what I think. It's what I believe. And I can explain it. You know what? Come on the podcast and state your case. How Please, about that? By all means. And while we're on this topic right now, I'm going to go ahead and end the debate right here. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich, ladies and gentlemen. A hot dog is a, a hot dog is a goddamn sandwich. <laughs> That's Defend it. your position. That's all. Listen, people get hung up on the idea of the pieces of bread being separate from each other. That's not what's going on here. Because the Ur sandwich, flatbread with stuff in it, is one piece of bread that you fold around the things that you're eating. That's still a sandwich. You can call it flatbread or whatever, whatever category you want. But what happens is people get hung up, one, on the structure, and two, on the word sandwich. You know, it's a, it's, it's a word that comes from Anglo origins, so they think that it means that it has to be kind of an, an Anglo food. No, it's just the word we can use to apply to things that occur all around the world. You know, I mean, they have sandwiches in China. Bao, a bao bun is a freaking sandwich. If you put pork inside that steamed bun, you've made a sandwich. That's it. Um, so I think what I would like to do is put all of that stuff under sandwich. Because I'm telling you, sandwich is life. Life is sandwich, period. And everything that people want to argue about is a subcategory of sandwich, you know? So a hot dog is a sausage sandwich. It's in a bun. It's a piece of bread. If you want to disconnect it and turn it vertical, is it then a sandwich? You know what I mean? At what point are we going to split hairs here? Right. It's a sandwich. Split buns, I guess you should say. Well, is a lobster roll a sandwich? Oh, you know what I'm saying. So that you know what I mean. You want to talk about structure? I mean, I, you're getting into a, a a sticky area that I think you know you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna sink like quicksand. In you that. just got to be chill with your definition of you know sandwich, I mean? man. Just calm down. Be fluid with it. everybody. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> basically, you know. All right. So let's get into it a little bit. Let's kind of talk about what a sandwich is, okay? A sandwich is the local expression of what people on the street uh, or at work or on the move eat. In 
many ways. You know, it's a package of flavors and textures um, that is like the concentrated culinary essence of the working and leisure class. Every culture has some kind of bread or wrap that can be stuffed to bursting with the most widely available ingredients in the region. Uh, and, And they do that. And they create a culinary item that from its inception, it seems like it was kind of always with us. That's because it was. And it's one of the first things that people did. You know, I mean, you, you people have been on the move since we came out of Africa, you know. So I have a feeling that we've been eating uh, a sandwich of some sort since we were uh, fucking monkeys. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, so where, is it, where does this sandwich come from? You know, obviously the whole like concept of a sandwich has been with us for a while, but the apocryphal origin of the sandwich says that John Montague, the fourth Earl from the territory of sandwich in Southern England, loved to gamble. He gambled on card games late into the night. He loved to play cards so much that he didn't want to take a break to eat. So he had his servants put meat between a couple slices of bread. So he wouldn't go hungry while he gambled. His buddy saw this and would order the same as sandwich. Well, we know how language works, and eventually they just asked for a sandwich. And that's it. Earl didn't invent the sandwich. Like, that's what you always hear. Earl of Sandwich invented the sandwich. No, he didn't. Earl of Sandwich just did what he probably saw people in, you know, I don't know, the east end of London doing for millennia and was like, I don't want to stop gambling. Give me one of those. And then he got it. He got the uh, eponymous, you know, tag for it. Just some dudes playing cards, man. That's it. So the Earl of Sandwich might be the eponymous popularizer of the food category, at least in England. But he's not the inventor. There's no way he could be the inventor when people have been putting stuff between slices and chunks of bread and wrapping in pitas and flatbread for millennia. Uh, it, it, It predates agriculture. They found uh, evidence of flatbread at pre-agricultural archaeological sites. So who knows who the inventor was? It it was prehistorical man. That's really all we can say. Uh, Not sure something so obvious can even be claimed by a single inventor, you know, like who innovated that? It's like asking who's the first person to ever write their own name. Right. You know, or who who used fire first? I don't know. Prehistoric human beings. That's who, you know. So... Somebody in early civilization near the beginning of the dawn of agriculture would have done this for easy handling, quick delivery of calories so they can get back to work. We need protein. We need fat. We need carbs. We got it it all right here. There it is. Uh, Sugar's another thing. You know, you got to find some apples, (laughs) you know. Um, All they wanted to do was get back to work or to play, you know, just like old Earl of S and his cronies, you know. Uh, So, you know. What are we talking about here? What What is a sandwich? You know, we kind of give a broad definition, but what? let's get granular a little bit. Okay. So most sandwiches consist of preserved, roasted, or fried meats, or hearty veggies, and sharp condiments, and are often paired with uh, cheese, which is another preserved food. So preservation, salted meats, you know, preserved dairy. It's very integral to the idea of what a sandwich is. You know, you, you can make a sandwich out of very fresh ingredients, but that's not really what happens in most cultures. It's usually, you know, a salami or some type of salted, you know, 
cut of meat. Uh, Something cheese. you can carry around all day that's not going to get gross. You got it. Exactly. Stuff that won't spoil. Yeah. There you go. And it's often paired with fresh, soft flesh veggies like tomatoes, onion, and lettuce for textural contrast. And flavor contrast, of course. And, you know, the addition of moisture. Because uh, a lot, you know, salt and meats are kind of dry. Cheese can be kind of dry. You want something with a little bit of wetness to it. That's where mayonnaise and mustard come into, you know. And you want to create like a palette of like softer flavors upon which to kind of spread those saltier, more intense, more umami flavors of the preserved ingredients. Not all sandwiches follow this formula, but all sandwiches use contrast to create a pleasing eating experience in a single bite. No sandwich that I can think of does not have those elements. Otherwise, it's pretty fucking boring. Yeah. You know, like when you're a kid, sure, you have a bologna sandwich, you have a peanut butter jelly, but even those use a modicum of textural contrast and flavor contrast to create something mildly exciting for a child's palate, you know? Yeah. Most bologna sandwiches have a little mustard on it, you know? Most peanut butter, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich is, you know, peanut butter, both like soft ingredients, but, you know, peanut butter is tacky and sticky and, and jelly is kind of slippery. You know, they, yeah. they, it creates a, a little bit of interesting kind of palate. Now, the best, most adult, Man and woman size sandwiches, you know, have crunchy lettuce, onions and, you know, sharp flavors along with those salty, beautiful umami ingredients. So, you know, either way you're talking about it, contrast is key. Preserved ingredients are key. And obviously some type of bread or or wrap or whatever. Uh, now, that has me thinking. You, you know, you go to some sandwich spots and they'll have the the lettuce wrap. Is that a sandwich? Ooh. Or is that just a portable salad? Oh, good question. Now, again, you know, we preached at the beginning of this already. You got to be loose with your idea of what a sandwich is. Dylan, that was a test. You're absolutely right. It's a sandwich. Okay. (laughs) I passed flying colors on the books. You made it, dude. (laughs) A plus. Yeah. So uh, I I would call that a sandwich. You know, I mean, I think when it comes to it's kind of like a petrified uh, wood, right? It gets replaced a little bit molecule by molecule. And at what point does it not become wood? It's the ship of, of Theseus, right? Like right. when, when is it, is it the same ship? Is it still a sandwich? Right. You know? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Conceptually, absolutely. You know? I mean, it keeps your hands off of the slippery, tacky ingredients. You know, I didn't consider that really, but that is another point that it, it, the, what, what the bread or the, you know, the, outside you know surface does is it keeps it's you're able to uh keep your hands from getting too messy and it's an edible package yeah you know it's brilliant when you think about it yeah it's like if if the point is to keep the insides clean and your outsides clean from the insides doesn't really matter what you wrap it with the point is to be portable yeah and being portable means not being messy you know and that's a huge part of it so that's beautiful thank you for that so i mean that's it that's, I mean, that's what a sandwich is to me. I mean, do you have anything to add to that? Not really. I mean, I, it just, for me, it goes into what are the obvious, like, if I were to play devil's advocate here, some people are going to have a problem with this. What are they going to say? Like, well, do you guys consider a calzone a sandwich? Absolutely not. A calzone is a dumpling. We can get into why. And are dumplings not sandwiches? Dumplings are not sandwiches. They're a cousin. 
Okay. They're a cousin. So what makes a dumpling not a sandwich well, versus something like a lettuce wrap? One, it's enclosed. Okay. Now, I know what people are going to say. You said a burrito's a sandwich. You said a wrap's a sandwich. Isn't that enclosed? Yes. But the difference between a dumpling and a sandwich is, one, the, the fact that all the ingredients are enclosed within the casing. And two, they are cooked together. Uh, a burrito or a wrap is already prepared ingredients put together. Every, the bread's already cooked. The, the meat's already preserved. The, the lettuce is washed and ready to go. A dumpling, whether it be a calzone, a Chinese dumpling, a gyoza, a, you know, a bao dumpling, um, an empanada, you throw the either cooked or raw ingredient in the raw dough and then you fry it, bake it, whatever you're going to do all together. That's the difference. What I would say is that a dumpling is more of a subcategory of a pie than it is a sandwich. Okay. I was, cause I was going to bring up the, you know, why my particular experience, I lived up in uh, the upper peninsula of Michigan for a little while. Yeah. And one thing that I was introduced to there that I had never heard of before was a pasty. Oh, yeah. That's a, like an English thing. You, and you put like it, put it on a bun. Well, right. it's they, so what the way it was explained to me was that because a lot of the guys that lived up there, we, you know, when they were frontiering that area, basically, you know, everybody was logging and mining. So the wives at home needed something that they could send their husbands lunch with that was uh, hearty, a lot of calories. They're going to yep. be working their asses off long hours that they didn't have to refrigerate or put on ice. My guess is that those loggers were probably descendants of immigrants from. Most likely Northern England yeah. or Scotland because that's where that stuff comes from. So what the, I guess what they would do is, you know, they would fill their at home stock with a bunch of, you know, meat from, you know, all their hunting and, and all the veggies and all that. They would basically do a giant bake yeah. of all the meat, potatoes, veggies, everything. And then they would lay out these big, basically giant pizza crusts. Mm -hmm. They would, you know, Stuff all that stuff on top, fold it over, crimp the edge to yep. where it's basically a giant dumpling. Yeah. And then they would bake that. So, so that I was going to bring up whether or not that would be a sandwich. No, it's still a dumpling or it's a pie. Yeah. So that form of making a pie is called a galette. When you take a kind of a loose form pie without a, a dish or any type of mold, it's generally called a galette, a French word. And typically... Whenever I've had a galette, it's usually got apples or peaches in it. Yeah. Uh, there's a dish called tartatine, uh, which is a beautiful French dessert where you cook apples and caramel and then you like take a freeform pie dough and you kind of like fold it into the dish that you cook the apples in and then you flip it. Got it. And it gets all caramely on the outside, and then you bake that. Ooh, that does sound nice. Oh man, it's so good. I love yeah. I love a tartatine. So delicious. So uh, even though the pasty does fulfill all of the requirements of a sandwich in that it's portable, it doesn't go bad, it keeps your hands clean, it's not a sandwich in that you're enclosing it and then cooking it. That's look, what separates absolutely. it. Absolutely. Look, man. There's a lot of definitional crossover to a lot of things. You know what I mean? Is 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 a deer a dog? They both got four legs. You know what I mean? Like right. it, it just because they have some things in common doesn't mean it's necessarily that thing. The what is more important is how they're different. Yeah. I think. So, you know, the fact that 
essentially what a, what a dumpling is, is particularly if it's baked, it's a hand pie. And a dumpling that is steamed or boiled or fried, it's, you know, I, if we could probably come up with a, a general categorical name for it, let's just call it a gyoza because that's what they call it in Japan, you know, and that's kind of what that is. And they tend to they tend to do that in Asia more than they do anywhere else. Yeah. I mean, we don't I mean, Eastern Europe, too, like pierogies are often boiled, you know, that type of thing. It's a quick, easy way to make something that you can you sell me? on the street. And it's a way it's a it's a really good way to use your leftovers. That's true, which too. is probably where it came from. Yep. You know, so I love to categorize these things but it's all venn diagrammy man it all overlaps in in very many ways because honestly there's only so many ways you can do things food is food when it comes down to it <laughs> now i feel like the the biggest pushback that we would get based on your previous statements is somebody out there right now is steaming out their ears over you saying sushi is a sandwich bruh. i can feel it from here bruh i'm probably wrong but i feel like it needs to be put out there just to challenge people's thinking about it you know because if you're not if you're not willing to say a hot dog is a sandwich and i am where does it end right you know life is a sandwich like i said everything's a goddamn sandwich in many ways sushi qualifies because it is encased in a carb you know of some sort it's filled with you know preserved flavorful ingredients and it's you know at least originally and it's sold on the streets of kyoto form it was a street food for portable people going around doing work and you know walking through the streets you know um uh kyoto edo maybe maybe tokyo sorry i have to look that one up sorry everybody um but I do know that it was originally called Narazushi. And what it was was rice, and they would take fish and vinegar and pack it in rice. And that's what flavored the rice. And they would serve the rice in little, like, basically proto uh, nigiri, which is like the, the hand sushi yeah. that you get. Uh, and they would, and they would, that's what it was. And it was really about the rice. And it still is about the rice if you go to, like, a, a, a high-end sushi place. Yeah. That's really what they care about. The fish is very important, of course, but the rice, if it's not, if it's not fresh and delicious and, and, and seasoned right, your sushi's fucked up. Yeah. It's not good. For me, it's no. all about that eel sauce, boy. Mm. Yo, bruh. Mm. Um, <laughs> I love that stuff. Um, but after a while, it got so popular that sushi vendors would just start getting fresh fish and they slap it on the, you know, or what happened first was people say, Hey, uh, can I, can I get that fish? And they go, sure. That's just for seasoning the rice. Absolutely. That got popular. And, you know, eventually they just had to like get fresh fish and slap it on top of this rice and, you know, put a little vinegar and soy sauce on it. And here you go, you know, and that's how it happened. So one, it has its origin in street food, just like most sandwiches that we're talking about here. Uh, two, it is a pairing of, of that kind of like preserved or, you know, treated protein or vegetable along with that carb. And it is, uh, encased, you know, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where like, yeah, you know, calling sushi a sandwich is really just kind of being provocative, Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm lightweight serious. 
You know what I mean? Because like if we're trying to make a family of a food category here, sushi can't just sit off on its own. It comes from somewhere. And I would make the argument too that like, you know, somebody might come along and say, well, you can't pick up sushi and carry it around the same way. But I'm like, fuck, you can't. Only if you make it so fancy that you can't pick it up. But you you can do this. I can go order a sandwich for $50 right now and they're going to do so much shit. It's perfectly acceptable in Japan and in sushi restaurants all over the world to eat it with your hands. Yeah. Nobody says you have to eat it with chopsticks. Nobody will ever look at you funny if you pick up a roll of sushi with your hands. They'll look at you funny if you eat sashimi with your hands. That's silly. But. A sushi roll is hand food. Yeah. And it, if I make a sandwich too fancy, eventually I'm going to have to eat that sandwich with a fork and knife. Yeah. So like now, now there, there is a category of sandwich that you eat with a fork and knife. Okay. Kentucky hot brown. I've never had an hot brown. Croque sure. Absolutely. These are open face sandwiches, right? Right. You know, now some of them you can pick up, but other ones, they're messy, man. And you got to, is it not a sandwich? I mean... It, we're getting in the hybrid territory at that point. It's, it's starting to become a dish. Right. You know, at that point, it's, it's starting to become, you know, uh, cuisine. Right. You know, and not just uh, snack food or lunch or whatever we're talking about here. Right. It's uh, you're getting into cuisine, you know, and it's, it's restaurant food at that point. Uh, but that being said, I don't think I can exclude it. You know, it's got all the all the trappings of it. And, you know, who's to say that some uh, workers don't carry a knife and fork with them? That's true. That too. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I think that I think that that is central to what we're talking about. This is food, excuse me, for the working class. This is food for the leisure class. This isn't dining. Yeah. This is eating. Snacking. You know the difference? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've always said this. New York City is a great place for dining. LA is great for eating. Because L.A. has L.A. is the birthplace of fast food. L.A. has taco trucks in almost every parking lot. Uh, sushi galore, <laughs> you know, and all types of wonderful street food. New York has all that stuff, too. Like there's no shawarma like anywhere except for probably Lebanon. But in New York and maybe like, you know, Germany, you know, where, where Turkish and Lebanese immigrants are, you know, but you can get some damn good street food in New York. But the dining is really what people talk about when they talk about New York food, you know, right. pizza. Sure. Absolutely. Pizza's not a sandwich, by the way, everybody just want y'all to know that. Man, you've been liberal with the sandwich. Yeah, so I got I to draw the line somewhere. Pizza's a pie. Let's it's a pie. It's a pie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's an open dumpling. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now, if you fold the pizza, does that change what it is? No. So the act of the way you eat it does not make it different as far as categorization. Well, one, not everybody folds the pizza, right? No. Uh, you know, I was a New Yorker for 14 years. I never, I never folded my pizza. I like to, I like the texture of having the cheese on top and the, you know what I mean? I, I, that's how I prefer to eat it. Um, I don't want everything inside. I don't want to just taste uh, crust first and then, you know what I mean? I want the cheese and the crust to, you know, support. It's like, you know, we're, we're in Cincinnati, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, and I know you're not a huge Skyline fan, but for me, it's important that you cut the chili with the cheese on top. You don't mix it up. You don't twirl it. Yeah. Because you want that texture of the cooler cheese, yeah. the onions, and then the hot uh, chili and spaghetti under it. You know? Um, cue the Skyline Hating 3, 2, 1. I know you guys are listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yes, a coney is a sandwich. 
All right, cool. So, you know, we will in each episode attempt to put the sandwich we're talking about in some type of categorical relationship with all the other sandwiches we're talking yeah. about and to and in relation to the rest of the food world. Like, you know, it's hard not to talk about this stuff without talking about dumplings and pies and salads and other things that are culturally horizontal to it. You know what I mean? Like we all eat sandwiches, soup, salads, things like that. You know, rich people eat certain things. Poor people eat certain things. Everybody eats what we're talking about. Right. It doesn't matter who you are. So I feel like then that, that might be a good segue into, you know, if the, if the cast is going to be about sandwiches, what are we not going to be talking about on this podcast? What isn't a sandwich. Okay, so what we're not going to we're not going to be talking about uh, beef bourguignon. You know, we're not going to be talking about desserts. Uh, we might bring up an ice cream sandwich. That might have to be. I mean, it's it's got it in the name. You know, it's in the fucking name. <laughs> you can't argue <laughs> this is not a sandwich. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you know we're not going to be talking about. Um, you know. I don't know. You know, that's a good question, Dylan. And it's not something I necessarily considered, but I'm not sure there's anything we can't touch. Yeah. Because I mean, you can pair anything with a sandwich to make it a full experience, too. For so. sure. I mean, I suppose we're not talking about, you know, duck l'orange. We're not talking like about. Like the other day, you said, well, soup's obviously not a sandwich. Yeah. But then I was like, okay, but what if I take a piece of bread, soak it in broth, and then put it between two dry pieces of bread? Do I have a soup sandwich? <laughs> Is that a soup sandwich now? Yo, Dylan, you just invented a soup sandwich. Soup sandwich, bro. <laughs> it hasn't been done as far as I know. And it sounds delicious, and I'm not lying. Oh, my God. <laughs> bro, you blowing my mind. I, so you were talking about the uh, pasty in Michigan, and it made me think about the Jamaican beef patty. Jamaican beef patty. Yeah. So when I lived in New York, I lived in like the Caribbean neighborhood, right? First off, every bodega in New York, you can get a Jamaican beef patty. Um, but if you go to like the actual Jamaican spots, uh, a beef patty is often served between two slices of cocoa bread. Now, I don't really know what the fuck cocoa bread is. I assume maybe it's made with coconut oil. Maybe that's why it's cocoa bread. It's like C-O-C-O bread. Yeah. But it's like a soft kind of flaky, uh, biscuity situation. Okay. And they usually slice it open and they put this beef patty inside, which is literally a dumpling with ground beef inside of it. And it's usually seasoned with like all spice and like cloves, Jamaican shit. Yeah. And uh, the beef patty crust is also flaky and it has like turmeric in it. It's usually yellow. So for me, whenever I ordered a beef patty, I always forewent the cocoa bread. That's just too much goddamn bread. It's already in a, in a, in bread. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, got, it's got a crust around it. I don't need that bread too. Uh, but that's the traditional way to eat it. So that is literally a pasty sandwich. So we're getting like, we're getting meta as fuck up right. here. Like because, sandwiches inside of sandwiches. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> dumpling, it's a dumpling sandwich. Boy. Yeah. All it's right. a lot. We're getting deep now. We're getting real deep, dude. So um, that's a lot. Uh, but it's also the type of food that, you know, core workers in Jamaica eat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's what there is. It's a, it's a energy bomb. It's a, it's a, you get your protein and you get your double carbs. You know, I like mine with mustard. I don't know if, you know, 
any Jamaicans out there tell me if I'm just like fucking this up. Knock on your door and smack you across the face. Yeah, what are you doing, man? You know, like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe some uh, pepper sauce would be better, you know? I, I'm scared of Jamaican food, not because I, I feel like it's going to be delicious, but I've been told, like, if you get some really good jerk chicken, it's going to burn you up. Well, it depends. You know, like, you can. it depends on who's making it, but, yeah, it's usually pretty hot. Um, most places I went to in Brooklyn, they had a mild and they had, a, you know, like, oh, yeah. it wasn't always like, yo, bro, you're going to burn your burn your soul out of your body. You know, it was, it was, it was like, well, what do you want? I didn't know if that was a cultural thing. Like, if, if if I order, like, can I get it not spicy? And they're gonna be like, "Well, that's not Jamaican." Then you know what I mean. Like, I don't know how important little aspects like that are. Listen, everywhere I went, uh, every Jamaican restaurant I went, they're rude as fuck, no matter what. So, really, just ask the question. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you're not Jamaican, they're like, "What do you want?" All right, I'll get out of your uh, way, curry sir. Curry chicken, please. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they're not having it in general. Gotcha. <laughs> Jamaican mamas don't play. I know that for sure. <laughs> you get in and out, man. Don't they, waste no time. They, no, Jamaican, Jamaican, like Jamaican kids, like are like high. At least in New York, they're high achieving like students because mama, d- they do not play. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're getting on a tangent here. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about you know how each episode will go, just to give people a little bit what to expect. Each episode of Sandwich Cast, we will we will have a guest, um, and if we can't, me and Dylan will shoot the shit. It is what it is. We'll figure it out. You know, we'll um, go get a sandwich somewhere. That's set right. Up that's right. And just tell you about it. How about that? And my goal is to bring people on who have some type of relevance to the sandwich we're talking about. You know what I mean? Like we have a lot of wonderful uh, food producers in this city. Yeah. who, um, you know, I have some relationships with some of them and, you know, I might be able to convince some people to come on and, and talk about uh, uh, their relationship to this wonderful food category. Um, I don't know anybody who doesn't love a sandwich. Some kind of sandwich. You love some kind Absolutely. of sandwich. Absolutely. And I don't mean like, yeah, I like sandwich. No, you love some sandwich. Some sandwich like, somewhere. You, you're feeling some sandwich. For Even sure. if it's something you don't consider a sandwich, it's a sandwich. It's a fucking sandwich. It's a sandwich. <laughs> All right. Well, say it again. Your life is a sandwich. <laughs> Your life is a sandwich. <laughs> this podcast is a sandwich, okay? You know, so um, we'll bring a guest on. I'll ask them some questions, you know, um, and when we go through the the category we'll probably do a we'll do a like a what's wikipedia say section you know and i'll i'll tell you what wikipedia says add any extra research that i've been able to find uh but wikipedia will be the jump off point and i and i i'm not ashamed to say it you know i make no bones about it um it's a really good jump off point because often it does have links to other more reputable sources or it can kind of you know just gives you a kind of place to start then we'll talk about what's in it. And, you know, if that means that I have to go back, you know, we're talking about uh, Jamon Bear, which is a Parisian ham and butter sandwich. We're going to talk about ham and we're going to talk about where it comes from, why it's important, why so many people have it. You know why? Because it's fucking delicious. That's why so many people have it. Butter. We're talking about that. We're talking about the baguette. You know what I mean? We're going to get granular, you know? Yeah. So that's 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 what we're going to be doing here on this podcast. Breaking it down. Absolutely. We're then going to talk about who invented it, where did it come from. I don't think a lot of sandwiches have a singular inventor. Uh, 
there are exceptions. I was doing a little research on like um, the shawarma and the uh, donor kebab, which comes from Turkey. There are names that people can can point to and say this guy invented the donor kebab. Now that being said. I don't know how true that is. People right. have been roasting lamb over fire for forever and putting it on pita. So inventor, eh. I think popularizer is probably a word I'll be using a lot. It's a cultural invention. Absolutely. Then we will definitely talk about variations upon whatever that sandwich is. You know, for instance, uh, you know, the peanut butter and jelly has all types of variations. You know, we we will get to talk about Elvis and his fucking obsession <laughs> with the peanut butter bacon sandwich called the Fool's Gold. We will get deep, okay? Then we'll talk about who eats it. You know, like, wh- who's this sandwich for? Where does it come from? What culture uh, embraces this sandwich and, and why? And then we'll put it in a category, just like we've been talking about. Already, we'll talk about where this sandwich belongs in the larger sandwich taxonomic organizational situation. The binomial nomenclature of the sandwich. Should we get binomial? Should we like, should, like, should we like, you know, uh, what's the species of this sandwich though? Should we get, we know ge- what family it's Should in. we get genusy and like, like specific episodes? The sandwich kingdom, here? bro. I love this. This is fantastic. Like, we could, like, the fucking food kingdom, you know, like, you got like, Protea, you know, <laughs> that's like, I don't know what, like, fucking, all the meats. What's that? Like, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. I wouldn't even know where to begin. That's another thing, man. Another guest I would love to eventually get on this podcast is a literal biological taxonomist. Yeah. And I want them to help me categorize this shit out. Yeah. So I will be calling the universities around Cincinnati <laughs> and seeing who I can find. You know what else I think would be cool on this? Just just an idea. If somebody's out there listening and you have a sandwich shop or you're a part of a culture that's got a sandwich that you think we need to try, maybe haven't tried yet, sandwich reactions. Love it. Would be great. Beautiful. We'll go sit down somewhere. We'll have somebody who knows what they're doing, put it on front of us, and we're going to take a bite and let you know why this is delicious. And, you know, so speaking of that, I will definitely create an email for this this podcast. Um, we'll figure out what that is, and I'll let you know once that's solidified, and we'll make sure that that's out in the ether. And we will shout it out every episode just so that you know how to reach us. Um, also, I will, you know, I'll create an Instagram page. Oh, yeah. We'll create a Facebook page. We'll make sure that people can get in touch with us if they want because I want to interact with you people. I want to know what you think. I want to know... Uh, how wrong I am. I'm not. But <laughs> <laughs> Are you sushi eaters? I, I might be factually wrong, but this philosophy ain't wrong. This is beautiful. This is this this is this is sandwich. This is life. Um, cool. So, uh, when we talk to the guests, I will definitely be asking them a series of questions. One thing I will always ask them is: One, do you like this sandwich? Do you eat this sandwich? Is this something you you seek out? Do you go and get it? Uh, I will ask them if this sandwich were blank, what would it be? If this sandwich were a band, who would this sandwich be? If this sandwich was a movie, what would this sandwich be? If this sandwich was a animal, what would this, you know, Depending on who I'm talking to, I want to know the metaphorical relationship to the rest of the world that this sandwich evokes. What it, what, what is the evocative, poetic kind of, uh, uh, you know, background to what we're talking about here? 
I also want to know the best version of that sandwich that mm, you've had. Yeah, yeah. Where was it? Set the scene. Let me know. That way we can plug the people who have the best sandwiches too. That's right. Tell me, tell me the shop. Tell me the person. Was it your mama? Maybe. Get her on the show. Let's we'll go. Get her. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Mrs. Yes, you're you're coming on. And finally, drink pairing. Ooh, ooh. I come from one. the world of, you know, wine, beer. I've always worked with beverages. Um, and that is an important part to me. Now, we are getting into the world of cuisine when we talk about that type of thing. But that's okay. Yeah. That's where I come from. We're, we're, we're food people. We talk about it, and it is what it is, you know? Um, and, yeah, that'll, that'll be the, the general skeleton of what's going on here. So I hope that everybody enjoys what we're doing here. Um, this was a special episode. It won't always be like this, but it will be a little loose. We will be talking, and we will be, you know, coming off the top of our heads and off the cuff a little bit. Um, I just want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, this has been Sandwich Cast. My name is Kendall Holmes. Producer Dylan Foreman is here with me. He's been on the on the other mic, and we'll see you next time. Have a good one, ladies and gentlemen. Go enjoy a sandwich. <laughs>